there we go. Awesome. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the MSG Podcast. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Trey. And I'm David. We've done that I'm Strickland. That's your uh, middle yeah, name, right? That's right. Tricky. <laughs> I don't. That's a unique middle name. So it's It's a. It's a very common uh, last name in the South, but unusual okay. for middle names. Very unique. Mine's very basic. No, I don't think that. <laughs> You're the only Trey Burnett I know. And then uh, I don't know if you Google Trey Burnett, or you get on Facebook and I'm sure there's there are there. hundreds of them. There's a thousand David Robinsons, <laughs> including the famous basketball player. So. <laughs> and the and the cartoon character from yeah. the from the uh, future movie, whatever that was. Uh, back Meet the, the Robinsons. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I was going to say Back to the Future. Like, back no, to the future. future. Marty McFly. Hey. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it. Yep. Okay. See ya, everybody. Hope you have a great week. Ah. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Should we? Uh, good question. I mean, we should could, we, should we start either. with the? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> the Mr. The, well, I mean, the multiple things. The cancel Mr. culture is Cancel is culture, crazy. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Potato Head has Die. taken an L. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't come back from the gulag. He is no more. <laughs> it is just Potato Head. I don't know why. From what I know, do you, so the, you heard about it, right? I heard about it. I haven't heard much. Have you heard of, like, I haven't heard anything about Mrs. Potato Head. No, it's, it's just potato. It's just it's, Mr.? It's non-gender. That makes no sense. So they, they look Why would you care weird. about the Mr., but not the Mrs.? They're both... Well, I think they gotten rid of Mrs. I think it's Did just, they? It's just Potato Head now. So oh, it's just Potato Head? Yeah, they're not calling that anybody anything. Mm. I mean, they're potatoes. <laughs> they are potatoes. <laughs> Technically, they don't even have genders, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, so plants generally do have genders. Do they really? Yeah. How? I'm not sure about potatoes, but I know trees do. Okay. That's weird. So it's, it's I don't beyond know. Me. It's, it's, it's so stupid. D- it's just stupid. I don't really care in the end, but it's still kind of stupid that you care that much. Yeah, it's like to go out of your way. It's a potato. It's a and then potato. they and then they went for like Doctor Seuss. They said his his early books were racist or something. <laughs> they I they can find things wrong with anybody from any time period. I don't know. It was weird. The wokeness will condemn them. The funny thing is though, like they're canceling. Like, have you seen like um. What's that? That uh, I can't remember it. You have the the butter with the Native American woman on it. Oh, Land of Lakes. They got rid of her. They got yeah. the whatever that syrup is. Uh, Jemima. This, yeah, Aunt Jemima. Is that what it is? Yeah. They got rid of her. And the family of the actual Miss or Aunt Jemima is really angry about. I'm mad about that because they didn't they consult pr- them. They probably made a shitload of money. They probably did. They probably made so much money. I'd and be then pissed off. It was like off. a source of pride for them because it was like it was a cool deal. Yeah, it's cool they to have your face on that. It's a syrup. <laughs> and they did that for a bunch of people. The, the only the only brands that haven't been touched are the ones with white people on it. Yeah. It's like KFC. Mm. It's still got the white guy on it. That's right. Colonel Sanders <laughs> is no racist. It's not racist, but, but you, see, you put anybody who's not white on there as a racist, apparently. It's the the white people are the people that are you know slashing all these things and the yeah. Well, they're doing it. They're racist. But well, they're yeah, not. they're not. I mean, they, I don't know. They, yeah, they were saying like, oh yeah, you're making money off of these people faces it's like well those people were very uh compromised yeah they 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 had a a good amount of money coming in i'm sure they were fine with it yeah they usually pay royalties or if not they they didn't want to be on there they would have not signed the contract whatever they had they just get models for that kind of thing yeah they're paid so you're killing jobs (laughs) (laughs) more for us (laughs) 
I want to <laughs> speak to the model of Mr. Potato Head. We're gonna, we're gonna uh, the, well, the model, yeah, bro. Right. He's probably been he's dead for years. He's been dead for years. The he just got potato. turned into fries. <laughs> He got turned into French fries or something. He's gone. Oh man! And the guy who voiced Mr. Potato Head in the movies, yeah. Toy Story, he passed away. Yeah. Sounds like. I thought that was boom. interesting when they were. What was it the fourth movie? Yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah. Like, they used voices from like other um, other Toy Stories and like backup footage he had. Yeah, and just to like make it to morph it into into his character. Mean. Yeah. Not bad. So and that was keeping his memory, but now he'll, he'll always be known as Potato Head. Well, I think Man. there's no way they're not gonna go back, are I they? I hope not. There's there's been some, you know, like with um, they did it with the Elliot Page. Yeah, Elliot. They they changed all. They the didn't names. even do it for all of it, dude. Really? Okay, um, that girl she appears in. Well, she's in like this Umbrella Academy, and that's when she made this transition to be a, a guy. Mm-hmm. So now her name's Elliot Page. Yeah. And now they changed it to Elliot in the in the show on Netflix. But like a few years back, like you, you hear the film uh, Inception, mm-hmm. she's in that movie. Yeah, yeah. She's a big character in that movie, yeah. but she's a female. Mm-hmm. I have the DVD disc. <laughs> Your name ain't Elliot on that movie, That's and right. you ain't getting that from me. It's original. You gotta pay top dollar for that movie. That's rare. Trying to owe a million dollars. That's, no more than a million. I know she could pay a million. No, we ain't going easy on you. Lock and key. It's, it's not like not six billion dollars. I want to. I want to be nice. I want to be coasting the rest of my life. If you want that DVD, come at me. It's like a one of a kind now. It's like Pokemon cards. Let's go. <laughs> it is a dude. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. People really have been going crazy. I mean, they're just picking picking at things. It's, it's stupid stuff like. Yeah, Mr. Potato had old cartoons <laughs> that they were saying are racist. And like, okay. And they went after like the Paw Patrol stuff because it had cop dogs. Oh, okay. it's, see, it's like I was like, that's that. They're dogs. What? Because they're cops? Because I, because I what? Know, because I you think know. cops are are trash? Like, like the police. That's Ooh. how that's how it goes. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. No, and it, it it's baseless. The the stuff that they're doing, and I'm sure it's you know. They're either trying to distract from other things, or they're just that, uh, you know, brainwashed. And people always want an enemy, though. Ahead. You always want somebody to go after. Yeah, that's true. So you have to create your own enemies. Yeah. If there are none. So you can I'm, have I'm a not mom going out there and, and cracking heads. But so they're gonna make yeah. us into monsters, or somebody else. Well, they already made us into monsters. Yeah. We've been vilified as the terrible, hell yeah. white men. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're straight, you're. Oh. What transphobic, homophobic? Yeah. Is there one for? Is there a word just for all those in one? Mm. That has all those phobics in one, or is there not a word? They should have a word. I, I feel like they they should. As far as I know. If you're listening to this, I know you need to be working yeah, on it right, right now. Come on, come on. We, we need, need that. New words. We need new words. No, but I've been. I had to like. A, I've been seeing on TikTok some people started doing this trend called uh, new sexuality called super straight, and it's where <laughs> you only are attracted to the opposite sex. That are born the way they are. Hmm. So it'd be like, I'd be attracted to a woman who was born a woman. Yeah, so I guess I'm super straight. So you'd be super yeah. straight. And then there are people William pissed off on that. <laughs> it's crazy because they made a flag. And it's a complete like joke. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. to piss people off, really. But it's a complete joke because now everybody's getting hate for it. Like they're saying it's not, not a real thing or whatever. And they made a flag for it. And it, you know what? It uses orange and black. Hmm. It uses the same color that Pornhub uses <laughs> as their flag. Play the it's derby. awesome, dude. And people, are, people are 
trigger people are just getting pissed off on it. I was like, it's, this is it's awesome. Like it's playing their own game. Yeah. I mean, you're playing by the rules. Like you they, be, they create genders by the day. You they're know? saying, like, if you, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm straight phobic and proud. It's like, well, you, well, then you shouldn't have a problem with somebody's transphobic then. Right. Like, that's, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's illogical. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it was just made to, to use their own words against them, so. Yeah. It's well, funny. I'm, I'm proud of whoever did that because it's all over I know now. It's causing problems, but it, it's the same thing. I've seen, I'm seeing it a lot on TikTok now, so it's pretty funny. I like it. I, I might uh, pick that up. I'm, I'm super straight. Straight super as straight. a fresh hewn maypole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And then, I don't know. They were, like, the Dr. Stu stuff they were talking about. I don't know. He made some rhymes. I don't know. That, that makes no sense. As racist or something. You would talk about how um, Chinese people are, uh, eat with sticks because mm-hmm. they eat chopsticks. chopsticks. Chopsticks, and it's like he didn't say anything racist. He said something yeah. factual, and they're yeah. fucking good at it. Like, there's and, nothing yeah, wrong with I'm, that. <laughs> I can't use chopsticks, yeah. man. Like, it I don't know. Struggle for me. But yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's weird. Now you got to go out and, dude. We may we may have to go buy some Dr. Seuss books. Yeah, to preserve Before they're them. gone. Yeah, yeah, we might. <laughs> canceling stuff, it's getting out of hand. Dude, dude, I was at my I was at my nephew's birthday party today, and somebody there gave him a the uh, cat in the hat, mm-hmm. right as a present. Yeah, you know, like, whatever. But I was like, I, I whispered over to him. I said, "You got that just in time right, <laughs> before they're gone." gone. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I can't imagine a world. Like that, though. It's like, oh, that's, yeah, that's no how it works. Seuss, there's, no, there's no cartoons because they're all heinous. and There always got to be something. Yeah. Well, what's going to be interesting is if everybody lives long enough to see the next couple generations come along, I can guarantee all of the. They're just going to be more screwed activists. up. Yeah. There's going to be people that are attacking At this them point, they're things. just going to be screwed up. They're just causing mental illnesses at this point with the, with the next, next few they, generations. They're going to be so confused. What the heck? <laughs> Somebody just died. Somebody out there. just died. Oh. Uh, no, but those kids are, yeah, like this generation, the next generations are going to be so like messed up in the head because they're not going to know what's what anymore. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, because I, mean, I mean, I think everybody to some extent is a little broken. Right? Or yeah. A little messed up. Yeah. But it's it's how you overcome that, or in, in our case, you know, trusting God with, okay, I'm, I'm messed up in this way, but He can help with that. Yeah. But they're just out there feeding that problem and making it worse. Yeah. And, they, and not, especially in like the, the homosexual aspect of it, that is a mental disease. And, and there's something yeah. wrong. It's a disconnect because it's outside the norm. Yeah. And yet they, they've, talk themselves and others into celebrating that fact so they're actually making it a worse problem yeah and they're still trying to push for the whole like um doing like the sex change mm-hmm. like, for like six-year-olds and such it's like, it, it it's like yo even worse That's, that, that, that ruins somebody's no life man the, the kids don't have the maturity to make that kind of decision yeah but the, the parents will push for it regardless yeah, like, yeah. Well, I, I wanted a boy and yeah but then they'll girl. say they'll say oh yeah that the kid said he wants it so the kid doesn't know what and kids want. having some fun dude yeah, they, in fact the kid until you hit puberty there's absolutely i mean anything sexual goes above their heads yeah so it's just there's tons of sexual on. jokes in like kids shows and yeah, stuff they don't get it. and you don't notice it until you older and rewatch it so yeah so it's like that that that's not 
there yet. Yeah. And yet they're making these like, oh yes, I'm I'm attracted to boys. Like, I'm not attracted to nothing. Yes, it's really weird. They're attracted Doing to like... candy, donuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> donuts are not good anymore. It depends on where you get them. That. If, nah. if you go into a place, right? I like the powdered donuts, but donuts like glazed donuts and all that. My, they're my too gone. My boss taught me this. You have to go into a place. And then you, you slip him a couple extra dollars and tell him, like, give me ones fresh off the roller. Like, I usually would get made. fresh ones. And, like, they are so, like, piping hot and they'll just <laughs> melt in your mouth. <laughs> we used to do that all the time. That sounds like, terrible. It's good. Like, that's the way donuts were meant to be eaten. It's well, like, yeah, warm out the oven. Oh, man. You can kind <laughs> of approximate it by microwaving them, but it, it's not the same. Yeah. It's, I've never microwaved a donut. That's pretty good. Warm donuts are good. Yeah. I mean, cold donuts aren't good, but cold pizza is not too bad. No, that's not too bad at all. Not too bad. Just like uh, cold Lunchables. Well, Lunchables were meant to be cold, cold, pretty much. (laughs) They can't be. They're not good warm. Mm. Mm. Oh, my gosh. We got way off topic. (laughs) (laughs) Transition over. Oh, man. Oh my gosh! To get depressing anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're we're the pressing group. Yes, we are. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> back to the topic. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. What do you what do you think they're gonna cancel next? What can you go for? What? Whatever they want. They, they canceled uh, Abraham Lincoln. They canceled him. Yeah. They they Did took down. That? Oh, they were talking trend. You mean about the the whole when they were taking down the. Uh, those, Statues? Like the well, they talk talking trash about everybody, dude. Yeah. Everybody, everybody got the hit. What do they, you mean? They really don't JFK care got shot them. a second time after that. Yeah, just, you know, whatever. Oh, he's full of holes now. <laughs> he's spinning in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like a Beyblade. No, they, they canceled. They are they, what, they went after Abraham Lincoln because they said he didn't end slavery, right? He because he, he didn't have enough support for Black Lives Matter, is what I heard. That wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even a thing, man. I'm sure it's. I bet somebody out there has like a, an Abraham Lincoln Twitter account or something. Screw Abraham Lincoln. To like just posts quotes and they're like, he's not supporting Black Lives Matter. He's not he's alive. Dead. Anymore. He can't really do anything now. It's like that's the the level that they're stooping to. Well, yeah. They want somebody else to look bad, not them. Yeah. Except I'm so. not sure they're even stooping. I think they're they're already at that level. They've, they've devolved to that point. I mean, we're on, we're pretty much rock bottom at this point. I, think I don't know. People have said we, that for years. No. And it keeps getting worse. No, no, because there's almost nothing left, right? We've, we've seen it all. So you have the little kids changing genders, right? Doing surgeries that they shouldn't be doing, right? Right. You have fuck white people. That all white people are racist automatically. Mm-hmm. You have, you definitely have the pedophilia, That's especially right. after that whole Netflix. Bestiality <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. is kind of in the air. It's, it's not really. It's probably going to be the next thing. I mean, it's not even like not not there. It's kind of there. Bestiality is introduced in animes. Yeah, so it's just just gonna. It'll become. You just need a live action movie. They'll they'll do it, no, because the the problem is you can't say well it can't get any worse because people will always find out some way to make it worse, and I think it's it's terrible to even like consider some of the things that will probably become normalized in our lifetime. 
just seeing yeah. the the rapid decline. I mean, yeah, bestiality is going to be the next thing that's just going to be widely accepted. Uh, and incest probably is going to be fine. Incest already is kind of accepted. Yeah, they're they're starting on it. Okay, incest. Like, it's like I will say this incest. right now: incest is already a thing. So they're, they're training incest up is people all to be over. accepting of it. Incest is all over the place. That's actually I would say that's more that's more popular than bestiality. It's incest. <laughs> I actually would say the that. The crazy thing is that like this is stuff that we have to talk about because it's become a thing now. It's yeah. like that used to be like somebody mentioned that's like, oh, that was it, like one of those dark like, jokes yeah. that you would just play around like, with. But you'd never hear about it, or if you did, it was one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, a long time ago in the barbaric ages, this kind of stuff happened. And, yeah, you know, everybody you know cover their mouths and, and not it can't possibly be. Bro, oh. But that's what happens when you, you have no rules or no boundaries. And they've created for themselves a, an ethic which is not based on anything. So it's yeah. ever-changing. They can change it whenever they want. So it's no ethic at all. Yeah. I mean, everything changed. Didn't, didn't they um, make um, bathrooms open for everybody now? Or am I wrong? In some places. I think it's... In America, I Because didn't Biden like, push for that? Oh. I, I, I thought he did. I could be wrong. Up. I don't know. I need to look that up. He, more than likely, he did. I thought he made bathrooms open for anybody, so you can just walk in to a woman's bathroom and say, oh, I sexually identify as a woman. Just walk in there. <laughs> I was at Eastfield one time and walked into the boys' bathroom, and there was a, a girl in there, like, putting on makeup in the mirror. But I don't think she was in there because... Did of, she like, forget? The, yeah, maybe she, maybe she, she probably she didn't even notice. She like, went wide-eyed. She's like, like, oh! <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, you're in my bathroom, lady. <laughs> I respect that. Uh, oh, she bolted for the door. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, my gosh. But it's like, yeah, it, there, there's things that they push for now that I don't think they, they think about the repercussions of the... They, they don't fully think it through. Well, they probably don't care. They probably won't be around for when it right. actually right. It's expedient for works. the moment, and there's a, a... It makes them look good, and they probably won't be around for when it turns over there's there's a very vocal crowd that's pushing for it and so in order to look good they will advocate for those things yeah they have far-reaching consequences that we have no clue yeah yeah dude oh my gosh you know what i read today you know what trump's or not trump (laughs) (laughs) you know what biden's doing he pushing he he made a bill i don't know if it got passed i don't i think he's trying to get it passed that allows um prison uh mates to people in jail to vote uh, um, that's hilarious. Uh, I love that. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think it's got passed yet. It's probably just in the air, but right. it's not far fetched to say it won't there's, get passed. There's some crimes I think, you know, yeah. That's kind of like you vote, you just lose your privilege to vote when the, you. The whole point of being in jail is that you lose all of your rights. Yeah, pretty much. You lose your, your right to the freedom of yeah. going about places. You probably just want more votes at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, they're, they're trying to sponge up every possible vote they can. For yeah. Any reason they can. I don't know. It's freaking weird. Uh, it, a lot of the stuff that they do is beyond me, but you can, you can tell a lot by what they're advocating for. Even if you don't know why they're doing it, there's, there's probably a, a good reason, an expedient reason. Well, well yeah, but... It. So like that, you can tell it's because they want more. Votes. They probably want more votes. They probably would Inmates get it. Will probably vote for the people that voted in their right to vote. Yeah. Um, things like you know opening up the borders—that's more voters for them too, because 
they they attach their names to the opening of the border, and of course, yeah, they come over here and they don't know who to vote for. Yeah, the people that let us in. Exactly. And there's all sorts of things like that. But I was very pleased uh, to hear that the fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage was not passed. It wasn't. It was not. Mm. Eight Democrats voted against it, which tipped the scales. So what? So is it, is it still just? Seven fifty, seven twenty-five, eight dollars. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm so thankful. for. I mean, the only bad thing, like that's just gonna raise the prices of everything else. Yeah, it would. So I I think Biden was able to raise it with an executive order for federal jobs. So I think anyone who works in the federal sector gets fifteen at least. Yeah. Private private jobs, they shouldn't be forced to do that. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. They're definitely got to go for it again. I was seeing something. And somebody said, um, like uh, fifteen dollars. It should be twenty four. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just gonna keep going. And then somebody made a joke. He's like, "Oh, twenty four. It should just be fifty dollars." <laughs> what are you talking about? That'd be hilarious. Though. I mean, it, it's jumped every time they do it. It, it increases exponentially. Oh, yeah. Or doubled. So, I mean. The rate of inflation would just skyrocket after that point. Cause you could probably get away with it if you went like twelve dollars. I think you could get them. I think you could pass a bill with twelve dollars. Well, you, you could probably pass it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think you could actually speaking, squeeze that in. Yeah. Economically so, speaking, the, the catastrophe that would fall. It wouldn't be good, but I think they could pass a bill if they went for twelve. Yeah, but they're, yeah. like they're like going you, you for higher. In increments. Yeah, you but they're just jump. going. They're going big or going home. Because <laughs> I mean, fifteen sounds great. It's yeah, it than, sounds great. Yeah, it's, it's about double. Until you go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> why, why is this $5 for a can of chicken noodle soup? What is this? Some Actually, it might be $5 at some places. Now that I think about it. I haven't, I haven't bought chicken noodle soup in forever. <laughs> it's already getting us, and it hadn't even passed. <laughs> that's, why you don't, that's why you don't buy name, uh, name brands, Sid. No. You buy a good value. Yeah. yeah great, great brand. Great value, uh chicken and corn and whatever I and those smiley it. face um fruit snacks yeah hey, you had you those those are the greatest things in the world yeah. oh i would kill a man for that the scooby-doo fruit snacks like scooby-doo are awesome uh i'm not as big as much a fan anymore for gushers gushers were great when i was little but i, I, I like too sugary anymore. now yeah i think i don't know that's how i feel with donuts though that's true i kind of do raw sugar now Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That raw sugar. No. Just eat it by the bag. All I need is my spaghetti. <laughs> Sugary spaghetti. You know, what? Just dump that on there in place of the sauce. Like, the, the, you ever see the movie Elf? I, oh I've my never gosh, seen Elf. Dude. There's, it's hilarious because there's a scene where they're eating spaghetti and he's an elf, so he eats a lot of sugary snacks. So he tastes like chocolate syrup, <laughs> sprinkles, like sprinkles, oh, takes no. cups of sugar and puts all these different sugary items on top of his spaghetti, mixes it around, and starts eating it. It's hilarious. That's what, like that would be a kid's dream, but it's an adult's nightmare. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, I don't even think a kid would like it once they bit into that. Probably. They'd eat like two bites, and then that'd be it. Jeez. Ping around off the walls. That'd be horrific. It's like an adult looks at that and sees diabetes. <laughs> like, they have to scare them off. Diabetes. I'm ready to die. <laughs> I get tired just looking at it. Gosh. We're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, in many ways. But... At least we've got optimism. No, we don't. We don't have optimism. We don't have anything. We could pretend to have optimism. That thing won't open. 
What is optimism? Do we, does it even exist anymore? It does, but it's getting rarer. I it think doesn't. I, I see more pessimists or realists. I don't believe in optimism. I do, but only oh, insofar yeah. as it can be helpful for motivate, mo- motivating yeah. either yourself or others. It's it's like if you come against a, a task in your job that you hate, but you're optimistic, at least you can see the good parts of it, or at least you can you can assuage your own disappointment. That's not what people do anymore, though. I'm pretty sure everybody would just cry about it until oh, yeah. they got Most their people. way. Most people, yeah. But I like at least it. half. Let's say you're in a situation where... No, no amount of crying would do anything. Like you were forced to do this task. It's like your two options are: you either drudge through it and like you do the worst possible or quickest possible job just to get past it, yeah. or you you at least try to do the best job you can by either making it fun, making it a game, or looking for that elusive silver lining in yeah. the situation. It's like, okay, well, I'm getting good training, or I, if I do this now, I won't have to do it in the future. That kind of like that's real optimism i think i don't see anybody that's out there you know sunshiny all the time and life is beautiful outside of someone who's drugged up Ooh, i mean that's that's, that's what we need fake optimism. legalize weed there you go just okay. drug or medicate everybody into a false sense of security it's perfect when are you gonna legalize weed <laughs> it's only like legalized in most states now is it not a lot of them but not every state oh i know it's, it's not here holding out. it ain't here no, i know that yeah all the hipster states. Yeah. Like California, Colorado. Colorado. It's always been legal. Hasn't it always been legal? It was Colorado? the first state to legalize it. That was like a long time ago then. Dang. Yeah. And Let's go to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's like that's, that was one of the things. It's like I have absolutely no desire. To try to, it. To try it at all. I wouldn't mind trying weed, but I wouldn't, uh, yeah. I wouldn't stay on it. So. I don't know. It could be very addictive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People it's, don't understand. Close, you know, well, yeah, it, it might be great. It might be a wonderful experience. But at the same time, I I've known people that have tried. No, no, no. I I 100 agree that weed is addictive. Yeah. And people who say it's not probably are already addicted. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100 percent weed is addictive, but they use the excuse that it relaxes you. And it does. Well, wine relaxes it's you. Almost like an opiate. Wine relaxes you. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, mean it you does. doesn't mean you can't not stop drinking it. I and mean, if you, if you let it get a hook into you, then it'll it'll keep bringing you back. I'm like, oh boy, I I gotta relax before bed. I'm not worried about most drugs though. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe like, like cocaine or meth. That <laughs> probably I do that once. I'm gone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a I'm lot not as scared about things. weed. I don't think it's as strong. Probably. I think not. if you have a weak mind, you you probably would fall into it easier. Yeah, I mean, how strong your will some is. Some people that don't have addictive mentality. No, yeah, yeah, but I think everybody has at least one thing they're addicted to. No. I don't fear weed. Right. I definitely fear alcohol a lot more than weed. Yeah, I, I, I would never be scared. Of that. I would try weed once, be like, I right, cool. <laughs> that was interesting. Well, yeah, I already. I think, I think a lot of people can get away with that, but if it's easily accessed and if it's legal a lot of people yeah. you know, they, they might try and go well you know it was nice it was well, enjoyable it's cheap now i mean yeah legal. and then you have the idea of like peer pressure you know if all your friends are doing it, you're like oh, i might as well do it and then you just you're on yeah that that's actually an interesting the whole situation of peer pressure is fascinating psychology if you ever look into it cuz like the reason people want to push 
others into a vice. So they feel more comfortable? So that yeah, they have yeah, the same people around them? they're by probably. themselves doing something they know is not right, yeah. th- that they shouldn't be doing, and they see somebody that's like, no, I'm not ever going to do that, or I think it's wrong, yeah. they, they push on them hard because they don't want the attack on their conscience. Or they don't want to feel the guilt of it. They yeah. can suppress it themselves, but if there's an outside element reminding them, hey, yeah, it's not good for yeah. you, they want to take it out. So they either distance yeah. themselves from you, or they try and bring you in. No, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. But it's like, I've, I've seen that happen myself, where it's like, I've, I've had friends that get into to smoking at the beginning, and I promised my folks, like, I'm, I'm not going to smoke until I'm of a certain age. Yeah. You know, they push out, like, hey, you want to smoke? Try this. It's like, I've made a promise. And then they, you know, they got into weed. It was like, hey, but man, you got, okay, you already know my stance on smoking. <laughs> anything, smoking. even with weed, anything with smoking, like, it's not a huge push for me. Right. I never have felt a, uh, what do you call it? Pure pressure it in? Because mm-hmm. like, I worked at jobs where everybody was smoking weed. I was just like, cool. Okay. I, yeah. I don't care. doesn't bother me. But I think it's a much bigger deal with younger people. But it can still happen. Weed is, yeah, weed is definitely very popular with the younger. younger like teens now, dude. Everybody, every high school in the world has weed in it. <laughs> like, I mean, it does. like, come on. It's, it's becoming all too common. Like, I think like the adult version of peer pressure is just doing something out and open you know like if all of your coworkers drink heavily the chances of you getting into drinking are much much higher yeah because you're surrounded constantly by people who are drinking and then it doesn't look like it's that bad you know, they might get away with it pretty well or you know it yeah it breaks down your barrier against it just by being around it yeah a lot of times that's, that's why you know they say if if you don't want to do something that you know is bad, like just get away from people. That are yeah, dead. yeah. That's I mean that's the same thing. You got to separate yourself from the yeah. stuff you don't want. I agree with that. It sucks though. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's terrible that there are vices out there. It would be great, you know, just enjoy a little alcohol here and there without the, you know. If there was no negative them. effects of alcohol, I would always drink alcohol. Yeah. Always. If it was just pleasurable, but it wasn't disorienting or, or you know, caused you lots of other problems, <laughs> like liver failure. <laughs> Woo! I don't need that anyways. We'll get rid of that. That's right. Yeah. Just, Actually, you know what? Let's just take it out now. I don't even need it for when I start drinking. <laughs> with a, a bottle of liquor. Oh, well, there you go. Every time you drink some, it puts a little in the liquor, in liquor the bottle and then the rest. Some. Yeah. So that you just turn over or something and okay. pours out into your body. <laughs> That would be awesome if they had, like, patches that gave the same effect to being drunk. I'm sure they do. They, if, there's if they no way. Then somebody will you know what I mean? Like, a little patch. And it gives you the same feel of, like, hmm. a certain item. I don't know. I would probably get, I would probably, I would probably, dude, I would probably buy so many of those. If it, if I, if I tried it once and I was like, this actually does what it says it does, it wasn't a ripoff or something, I'd probably buy a buttload of those. It would be interesting if it was like a quick effect, so you could like put it on and feel like that, and then you could take it off, and the, the effects would wear off. That's quickly. like advanced technology type like stuff. Nanotech. There's no way we the can make something like that. in your blood, like making things work. That's the thing, though. Like the thing, like most most of those drugs have long term effects. Yeah. So. And especially if you start getting into psychedelics, because they can have effects on you well after you've taken. Like you can take one dose. Yeah. And it might crop up three months later. 10 See, years later. I wouldn't be against trying psychedelics. Just for the idea. I want to know if I see aliens too. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think they're lying. 
everybody in the world who has psychedelics also the same group of aliens say the same thing you're lying i know you're lying that's a joke that's like that's like the crop field you know the the crop fields when they had that little uh you know they they thought there were alien signs in the crop they thought it was a big group conspiracy it's the same thing you ain't all seeing the same thing that's a lie (laughs) There's there's something going on with psychedelics, and I I don't know exactly what to think about them. I'm I would never try them unless I was. Do you think psychedelics give like an advanced ability to communicate with God or I don't if there are there beings? I don't know, and but there is some strong evidence that it it produces a a deeply spiritual experience in a lot of cases. Because I mean, all you have to do is read the psilocybin trials to to get that idea because you know psilocybin is the the hallucinogenic uh, god no book it's it's the compound that's found oh, in okay, magic okay. mushrooms essentially so like you take the mushrooms and that's what makes you psychedelic uh, or hallucinating so it's like they've, they've been able to distill psilocybin as just the raw element okay uh, and the psilocybin trials were pretty much going okay what effect does psychedelics and it's you know, pure form have on people and different things. Because they, they were looking for ways of treating depression, specifically depression that is completely crippling. Uh, like the, the person can't do anything or there's nothing left for them, essentially. Like they wanted a way to try and fix that. So they, they gave varying doses of psilocybin to varying different people. And I think one of the first studies was done on terminal cancer patients, like older cancer patients that yeah. were going to die and they, you know, had lost all will to live pretty much. Um, and in a lot of the cases, they ended up reporting having some deeply meaningful spiritual experience. Yeah, I think it was like in 80 or 85% of the cases, the depression was either alleviated or completely negated. Um, they lost uh, long, heavy set addictions to different things, like heavy drugs. That's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's like, it produced a lot of good effects, but not everybody experienced that. Some people ended up having bad trips. Yeah, I'm sure that would happen too. It's like, not everybody was 100% successful, but the success rate was so high Ah, compared to like antidepressants and these things. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The whole thing about like, especially with depression, I would drink. I would get drunk to get rid of my depression. Because it just numb. But it doesn't. That's the thing. I, I one of the best ways, other than God, to get rid of your depression, I would say to sleep. Yeah, I think a lot of. I think sleeping would be the sleep. like. It's just like if you're hungry and you don't have food, sleep. Yeah. Like, like you have no idea. Like, I don't know. I, I do not believe most or any drugs would change the way you feel, because I know alcohol didn't do anything for how I felt. Yeah. Other than, yeah. I, of course, it made me numb and stupid, <laughs> but but. No, yeah. I knew what was going on around me. I just couldn't move as well. Mm-hmm. So, I don't yeah, know. It just throws a, a like, like I know people say they take weed to relax them from their depression. I think that's bull. I think that's bull. It's probably more of a I distraction think, than anything. I think not. either you're not that depressed to where it's kind of coming and going, and you just think the weed's doing it, mm-hmm. or, I don't know, something else. See, either either if you could, you know, like psychedelics. Mm-hmm. You said those people it took away their depression. Maybe maybe um, the psychedelics convince you you're in a different location. Imagine like you're in some place you really wanted to go. Or, like if you wanted to visit Mars, maybe you have some like a psychedelic 
experience where you're walking on Mars. So it take away that depression because you that's somewhere you want to be. You're in a, a happy place. I say that might do it, but most drugs don't do that to you. They don't right, take you right. to new the, locations yeah, at all. Yeah, they're in a class of their own. Um, yeah, that, and see, it's one of those things, like, I would never advocate anybody do that, even if you're in heavy depression, because one, the, the trials aren't finished. Yeah. And they're, they're now highly suspect of being, like, inhumane in some cases, especially, you know, the also, ones that were on cancer. Also, doing, doing, like, tests like that on people who have high depression, yeah, I feel like the results aren't you can't trust the results because when you're depressed you're you're desperate right yeah you're desperate for getting rid of that depression no matter what yeah so you can convince your, convince yourself that something happened that's true to try and put you put you in a state where you felt good even for a few minutes where you didn't feel that so i yeah. feel like those results are really but loopy you know, even if it was a uh what do you call it uh, i lost the word psychedelic trip well, yeah, even if they didn't have a psychedelic trip, but it was all in the mind, you know, power of positive thinking, it was like at least that produced results in their case. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why it, it's sort of iffy, the ethics of, like, giving a patient sugar pills if there's really nothing wrong with them. But, you know, they demand to have medicine. Yeah. Give them some sugar pills, and if they think they've... It yeah, them. I, I think that's fine. Placebos is that what yeah, they're called? Placebo. That's what they're called. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. <laughs> My it's a pill that doesn't do yeah, anything. Queuing like. up psilocybin. It's like no, no, no. It's something else with pee. Uh, yeah, placebo effect. Yeah, it's a real thing. Um, so it's like I don't think that's ethically wrong. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of. Well, no, I, I agree with that. Like that whole idea. Like I think a lot of stuff is really in your head. I wouldn't say brain, or not brain, I wouldn't say um, pains in your head. Right. I don't think you can just say, you know, you just think, I mean, you can eventually, the pain can go away, but I think, like, it's not all in your head, like, you, physical pain is very real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, like, there's the whole mind over matter crowd that through extensive training and probably questionable meditations and whatnot, they can ignore some amount of pain. But yes, I, I mean, some people have higher tolerance to pain, yeah, which is definitely an advantage yeah. to any type of pain, but I don't know. I'm, I'm still of the opinion out that there's a lot of things that we don't yet understand as far as mysteries or oddities that, you know, we, I don't know. If things that we could use to our advantage or not, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, things like witching, you know, have you, you've heard of witching. I've heard of witching, yeah. Where it's like you can determine where a source of water is by taking two... Uh, bent rods, yeah. of metal. You told then, me about that. Yeah, they'll, they'll about there was a there was a certain po- location in the world where like it spins or something. That you said I don't it, know about. There's there's yeah, for, uh, I remember, for I remember, there is. I remember you talking something about. It. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's like that. That's something that people have always viewed as at least in the past. It's like oh, it's demonic or something. Just because they didn't understand it, we yeah. still don't understand it. Yeah, because it, it doesn't make sense. You think, okay, well, maybe it has something to do with magnetism, because if you're using steel rods, okay, maybe the, the water in the ground causes some sort of magnetic frequency, yeah. except you can do it with bronze rods, which are non-magnetic. Yeah. So I was like, so there's there's something going, maybe a, a type of force that we don't yet know about. Yeah, no. I, I don't know. But it's like anything that's outside of the norm, or like acupuncture has that effect for a lot of people. Where yeah. It's like, they, you don't understand how poking... Somebody with needles in very specific spots. I think those hit certain nerves. I think that's how they do do it. I've never read any relevant literature on them. 
Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I just assume I'm you probably hate some nerves. That, that say, like, I didn't know anything about it, but I had this. And he's, in fact, Mr. Davis. He did that? Yeah, he talked to mm. us once uh, about a time when he tore his the muscle in his calf. Okay. Uh, and it was bad. And he was he was in a different country. And he had, like, lots of work to do. And yet he yeah. had this problem. And so he was kind of desperate. And he, he, I can't remember if he visited a doctor or something. And they couldn't help him outside of giving him pain pills. But he decided he was going to try acupuncture. So they took him in and they did all the work. He said by the next day he was able to walk on it. It was it was sore and it, he could, it still hurt. Yeah. But the torn muscle, I mean, the, the extreme pain of it was gone. That could be a, like... Maybe maybe people know like maybe people who do acupuncture like maybe that's like an advanced way to like speed up your healing process, hitting certain nerves throughout the body, lines it all up perfectly. Me, I don't know. Uh, The only thing I know about it, and this could be completely wrong for all I know, is that the the needles that they use are so small and they're specially designed so that wherever they they place them it pretty much draws blood into it cuz you you're wounding yourself on a small scale yeah, yeah. so if you do it a whole bunch in a, a small area your body's going to go okay there's something weird going on here so supposedly yeah you're it like, brings in you're blood like, to the area and it, you're like tricking your mind or something yeah or tricking your body into thinking the injury is worse oh, yeah. or directing I, I don't know if i could ever do acupuncture though like People the idea of for needles is yeah scary. like the idea of having just so many needles in my body at one time uh, i don't know if i could do it <laughs> i would try it if i was desperate because i don't have the same stigma as a lot of people but well, you, you don't really fear needles do you no yeah i'm not a, i'm not a fan of needles they're in my top five for sure <laughs> i used to mess with doctors when i was little because they never bothered me um but it would it would like completely mess with the doctor they'd be like okay now it's the time to look away like <laughs> this is sick. I'm looking right at it. When I'd give blood for tests and whatnot, I'd just be sitting there talking to the phlebotomist, and they'd be like shaking because they're not used to people like me. Completely. I've chill. only ever given blood once. I I won't ever do it again. I mean, I'll do community service, but I don't got to do it with the blood. It's, a lot of other people have that. It's like I don't even have like a, I don't have like O negative or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have a really unique that is universal. So it's like there's no value. I need it. Like. Thousands they of people need do blood it. right now. That's the Thousands of people donate blood each month, man. Yeah. So but I don't know. They're in short supply, at least at the moment, because of all the storms and the the COVID. They've been running out very quickly. Well, they, well the storm. So I don't know work? what it was about the storm, but I, I guess a lot of people got hurt or injured. Or I guess that makes sense. Or yeah. probably the the bigger thing was the, the regular donors weren't able to give blood during that time. Maybe. Could, I don't want to say the blood might have went bad. I don't even know if that's possible. Yeah. Can blood go bad? Mm, I think they can only store it for a certain amount of okay. time. And if they're not maybe receiving that. new donations. Well, maybe during the storms, like, their refrigerators went off, so it ruined yeah, the temperatures and foiled all those spots. I don't yeah, know. They, they can hold it for a while, but I don't know how long. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll hook you up with all sorts of needles. Bro, and- I will build a house before I donate blood again. <laughs> <laughs> best get to building. Okay, okay. First off, building a house is not that bad. That's fun. Yeah. Especially if you have people to do it with who are like cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that'd be neat. Building a house is fun. Put out the walls. I mean, I couldn't do the piping or anything. I don't know how to do that, but that'd be different. Yeah. Put up each wall, pillars. Now, once I get on like the second story, it'd be a different. 
<laughs> I got a fear of heights. <laughs> Even one story up, it's not fun. There's a bunch of needles on the ground oh all over the place. Like, ah. so get these nails out of here. I'm trying to work. <laughs> if I fall up. That's like a Final Destination thing. <laughs> you fall, you die, man. Like I put it on the roof. Uh. It's like a really steep one. <laughs> I've been on those roofs, man. Oh. Doing lights. My brother goes on them. I've been on a few of those. Like They are steep. Yeah, that was like insane. Like why? I wouldn't like having a house like that. I'd want to get up on the roof. You know, yeah, it's fun. But there was this one house we did this year for Christmas lights, and the roof was almost flat. It was like barely tilted. Hmm. It's like almost flat. I was like, this is the greatest house in the world. Yeah, that's wonderful. It was amazing. Hmm. I'm not scared up here. <laughs> when you get on those, those yeah, I don't really get near the edge too often. I don't like it, but no, yeah, it's crazy. You should do lights with us sometime. I would love it. if I had a free day. I would One day it, around, well, it would be around Christmas this this coming year. But yeah, would, come I do lights with do us. That'd be interesting. No, just be something because I used to. I had one boss that would have me hang up his Christmas lights. And yeah, so I've got this tiny amount of experience. But yeah, we never put them. I know how to do it. It's just I don't like doing it generally. Yeah. Like I know all the ins and out now. Like you put on the bulbs if there's if it's like red and clear, red and clear, if it's just all red or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you put the clips on and then you gotta figure out where you want your ins and outs, like your plugs, and we'll figure out what the outlet is. Usually it's near the door. Then you gotta put it on the roof. And then if you do ridges or just the gutters, depends. But yeah, it's sounds like a hand. Sometimes we do windows, so you just take like hot glue and you stick it on the side of the window all the way around. Yeah. You have cool. like, then you have like six different windows you got to do it for. <laughs> All day. <laughs> so, but yeah. It's cool. Uh, it's, it's a neat job. Yeah, it it's like anyway. something. <laughs> it is something to do for sure. Not, not if you have a fear of heights, though. Oh. Hanging off the gutter. I, I don't know. I don't think I could ever get rid of my fear of heights. You know what I mean? That's that's something that usually sticks I know you me. said you don't. You, yeah. actually, you like heights or something, right? I like them. I'm not like one of those people you see on like TikTok hanging off of a tower. Well, you're just you're asking I'd, for death. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. But in terms of like regular heights that you encounter, I don't like getting near the edge of anything that's pretty high up. I usually like staying in the center of the location as best I can. I get that. So I, I like going up and taking a peek, but I'm not I'm not gonna you know tempt Woo! fate. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I kind of do that. We should do one of those um. You know, like, it's not skydiving. Is it cliff diving? Mm-hmm. It's where you jump off a cliff and you kind of, like, glide down the edge of it. And you have, oh, like, those weird pair wingsuits. Yeah. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would die doing that. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I'd be like, just shoot one of you and pull up. Like, it's over. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I couldn't do skydiving. Oh, man. I've got a friend that really, really wants to do that. He's like, oh, David, come on, come on. <laughs> the, I don't know. the best I could probably do, I could do, like, well, no, it's. I think that's cl- cliff jumping is where you jump off a cliff into a lake. Yeah, cliff right? diving. Yeah. I might be able to do that. That's pretty fun. If I knew it was deep. Yeah. <laughs> so. I've, I've only done that a time or two. It also would, well, I guess there's only so high you jump, right? You can jump from pretty dang high. Well, you you take a lot more hit the higher you are, right? Yeah. Do a belly flop. <laughs> <laughs> that would just kill you, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You're high enough, that thing will just, no. Chance, but for the most part, it, it's not gonna hurt. It oh yet, stings a little when you hit the water, but it's yeah. fun. It's yeah. exhilarating. Yeah, exhilarating. Yeah, sure. That's what we'll say. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they say. That's the thing, though. I don't like deep locations. I don't like the ocean. 
That's number three. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the ocean. Just do you ever watch like Finding Nemo? Mm -hmm. You know, you have like the 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 coral reef. You have all those plants, and then you get to the drop off. Yeah, that's the same idea. I would die going there. I would never get near that. Yeah, it's like but but you're gonna stay in the same shallows. That's it. I hate that. But (laughs) yeah, that's that's a lot of the ocean is just straight down. That's why I don't need to go there. No need for it. Yeah, I also don't want to live near the ocean. Because really? okay. of, like, tsunamis or anything? Ugh. Yeah. I don't want the risk. I would love to go to vacations there. I don't know, mind going there, but, good yeah. The year, but I would never want to live, live there, there, so. Prices are high, and, yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. I don't want to deal with floods. The threat. I don't blame you there. Ugh. That's a real, real deal. <laughs> the real deal. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Back to our fears and phobias. Ugh. How do we get on that? We were talking about drugs. <laughs> I don't. What's the worst drug you would be willing to try? Uh, water. What? <laughs> okay, water isn't a drug. No, it's got that uh, fluoride in there. Water is really never addictive. Only it's necessary. I mean, yes, it's necessary. The only time it's really addictive is like you're just like, like completely dried out. You haven't had any food or water for a while, anything to drink, and you're like just like sweating buckets and all that. Especially if you're in the heat. Other than that, I don't think it's, it's really. Water you get some water, you just you just start chugging and chugging until you can't breathe. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's like I'm one of those people. I don't like freezing cold water. I don't like super cold. No, I like like but pretty much room temperature almost. But hmm. like we have like an ice chest. That's always too cold. Yeah. It's, it it's like painful. Hurting. Yeah, it's painful yeah. to chug that. I was like, ugh. Mm. If it was room temperature, I would chug so many of those. Yeah. So. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. It's like, water gets a specific taste when you wake up parched in the middle of the night. It's so much it's better when you're, bathroom, yeah. You get a cup of it. It's like, oh, oh, it's nice. I hate that, though. Do you, you're probably an easy sleeper, aren't you? Do you fall asleep a, pretty easy? It depends on the day. But I'm a deep sleeper. I mean, yeah, it, it's usually pretty hard to wake me up, but I always have trouble falling asleep. Hmm. It's terrible. Any particular reason? Just like I don't about know. Things or it's just I don't know. I guess I do think about things, but I don't ever consider that a reason not to that you would fall asleep. I feel like that just helps you get better dreams if you're thinking about a lot of stuff. They can. You know what I mean? Like sometimes Some people you, say, like they can think about something before they sleep, and then they dream about that thing. They thought that would about. be sick. I would love to be able to like, do that. Give me that power. I, <laughs> that would be kind of cool to think about me. that. Ugh. You can create anything in your mind, dude. Ugh. I'm. I remember when I was younger, I, I wanted to try lucid dreaming. Yeah. Because you know they had. There's two types of lucid dreaming. One is the one where you you realize you're in a dream while you're dreaming, and then you can do whatever you want. And then there's the other type where you like. You essentially trigger your body into uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, you told me about this, and yeah. you said you saw something because oh. you were stuck oh. in your oh, that was in your terrifying. bed. Absolutely terrifying. I'll never do it ever. And I, I remember, I remember what I said. I stand by it. I would love to try that if I could. If I could somehow get myself into the sleep paralysis, oh, you know I, I would can, try I it. I can tell you how to do it. I do it like I eight times. Anyone can do it. I don't know how to do it. You do? I already have trouble falling asleep. How you, you think I'm going to be able to do all this stuff? Well, I mean, it's a perfect <laughs> thing for someone that can't fall asleep because you're not actually asleep. You're, you're do I just lay there, stay, stay uh, still in bed, 
and just wait. Just, what, okay, so and just wait for something the way to pop I out. How to do it? Yeah, you you get into whatever the most comfortable position you are that you can lay in. Yeah, and then you pick a point somewhere on your wall or on your ceiling that you can always look at. So it's it's got to be something that's there. So whether it's a that you a can actually tank, see. Yeah. So it's a tank okay. in the wall. Or something. I need to get one of those glow in the dark yeah, stickers that a, go on the wall. Yeah, I need to get those. Or something. Yeah. There's something that you can see. And then you, you settle yourself into that position and you, you look at it. and Just look you, at it? And what you start... Do you have to think about something specific? No, or? so you, you try and not think about anything real specific. I mean, you can think about whatever you want. But the, I think the trick of it is, one, not moving at all. Like you can't move anything for 30 minutes. And that's when <laughs> it starts to go. And then you have to also control your breathing. So you breathe like you're sleeping. Okay. So you're, you're I don't know how I pretending to be asleep. I don't know how I breathe when I sleep. You know what I mean? It's usually just. A I don't think I snore, but it's not like I would know. It's just you know in out and, and it's super slow. So okay. You're trying to be as relaxed and, and slow. So you're trying to slow down your heart rate. Yeah. In a so sense, you're you're essentially you're okay. tricking your body into, or you're you're falling asleep, but with the conscious conscious effort of focusing on a point, so your eyes stay open. Okay. And yeah, at the thirty minute mark, that's when things like start. Does it just happen, or it's, it's not like an instantaneous? It's just sort of like things start shifting, and it, it's not even. So you sit there. So you just lay there and you focus on one thing the entire time. Yeah. Not moving. Not not uh, looking anywhere else. And I think once it finally takes, like you get into sleep paralysis, you can't move your body, so you can look around, and, the and stuff then still boom, happens. Yeah. You're, you're lucid dreaming. What's the worst thing you saw? Or the, the best way you could describe I, it? If I you ended can. it before it could go trippy or anything you should have gone all the way what i remember was lying there and i was i was sort of looking at a point towards the end of my bed yeah and like there was gray shifting everywhere like in the corners of my vision and then it just sort of coalesced into a face was it at the end of my bed was it something you like somebody's face that you've seen before or like some monster type it wasn't even a face that i would was it like smoky then yeah, so in he, a sense, it was like it wasn't even solid. Yeah, 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 it wasn't anything that I go. Yeah. yeah, that's a face. It was just like in the moment I recognized that's probably a face. That's, that's, I'm that's, very thankful. I'd, bro, you making it sound so fun, man. It's like, it sounds. I want to try that so bad. And I'm sure the, the things ah. I make sounded fun, but it's like, like that. Nah, nah, it's, it's not worth. Do you it. not get excited from fear? Certain fears, should I say? Scary movie, sure. Scary movie, yeah. Scary movies are awesome, especially with a group. Anticipation of roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's just one of those things. It sounds like one of those things. You're telling me, right? The the thing that got a lot of people is like they would do it and then they didn't know how to get out of it because sleep paralysis. I mean, I don't know how to get out. Stop. Yeah. Unless you know, there's a way to. You just stop breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Just die. (laughs) In the simulator. How do you get out of it? Is or is there so? Or is it a 50-50? There is a way out of it, and it, it takes practice. You can you can do it in the moment if you know what you're doing or if you've thought about it. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing with sleep paralysis is you know, out of no conscious effort of your own can you move your body. So it's like you know, stuff's happening around you. You can't move anything but your eyes pretty much. Um, so the way you get out of it is you have to focus your entire conscious oh yeah you said yeah i remember that you said moving like one finger or something until you can get it all of your effort and then once you can move that you do two fingers yeah and then your hand and then your wrist is there any other way or is that the only way that's the only way because your your body is asleep 
but your mind is still active. Yeah, but your so, body can move even when you're asleep. People it, sleepwalk. It can, if you could convince your body that you're sleepwalking, you when just... it's a it's an unconscious action. Okay. So it's like it's it's disconnected from your mind. So your mind is willing your body to do it, but it's it's separate. Yeah. So it's like that was one of the creepier things that's happened to me. I want to try that so bad. I mean, I can't do it during the weekday. Probably just mess up my sleeping overall, but... See, because at the time... I I want to try that. When I was reading about that, I thought that was going to trigger the other type of lucid dreaming, because that's really what I wanted. Is that also how you get lucid dreaming? No, it's a completely different process. I don't... I I mean, sleep paralysis, I care so much more about than sleep, like, the ability to control your dreams. I mean, that's just personally... I would... The idea of the sea of fear, especially something that actually isn't a fear... You know, like if you maybe you fear, you know, like Jason or Freddy from the the Friday the Thirteenth. Be able to see something like that in person, oh, so exhilarating. But if you can see it in oh. a dream, just go like it's not as fun. So the thing is about dreams is they aren't f- solid. You know what I mean? Kind of ethereal. Like they aren't even full things. Yeah. Like I, the, you know, it's almost like looking at. How would you? Um, what's that thing, you know, like, have you seen those movies where, like, people are walking in the desert because they crash-landed and walk, and then you look at a distance, and you see a mirage, it's like that, it's like a full, it's not a solid thing, it's kind of misty, but you see the, you know what it is, but it's, it's not solid, you don't feel like you can go over there and touch it, but you're like, I know what that is, that's the same thing, I I think that's what, that's what dreams are, they're never solid, man. But in while you're in them and you're not recognizing them as a dream, they are the most real thing. And like, if you have super okay, maybe dreams, in maybe in lucid like, dreams it's like that. But even in dreams where I don't have control, they are never solid. Yeah, they are never solid. I mean, I can understand this or that, but they're never a solid thing. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I think everybody dreams differently. But that might be it. I'm just messed up. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. What. Cause, no. yeah, I've had some really vivid dreams before. It's just like I always have vivid this, dreams. That was well, really real, and, and then I, you wake up and go, "Oh well, shoot!" I always end on like cliffhangers or just yeah, the no, absolute well, middle of the story. It's like this is so useless. I hate that. <sighs> have I told you I've had deja vu like a thousand times? Really? Yeah, it's weird. It's the Matrix resetting, bro. Oh <laughs> my gosh, dude! <sighs> you have any idea what? Oh, yeah. Deja vu, oh, it yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, there's something about it, dude. It's not just there's something about it. Like two weeks ago, okay, I, last time I had it was like two weeks ago, dude. I was gaming, and I think I think we were playing like Black Ops Zombies. And I was playing with a few friends. You know, it was late at night. I'm sitting there, we're gaming, we're chatting, and there comes this moment where this guy says this very specific sentence, and it triggers something. I'm like, I know I've heard that before, and then I look over at something. I was like, I. After he said that, I definitely looked over at this, too. Everything lined up. I know it happened before. You just can't remember. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm older now. It's like, it would have been different if I was a little kid and this happened. I very clearly would have understood it. But it wasn't. It was the exact age, exact time. It was everything lined up like it was already did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. There's, there's no way it's in your head. I do not believe it's in your head. I think there's something else. There's some mystery or something about they're, it. They're, cause I don't think they fully understand it. But the best explanation I've ever heard was that it's your mind trying to play catch up with your eyes. So it's like your eyes and your, your senses are accepting too much information. Yeah. 
for your brain to process. So it, it essentially it stores up all the information, and you know this is going on in like milliseconds in your mind. But in the moment, it's like it it has just a surge of too much information. Your brain then processes slightly staggered. So it it ends up having the impression in your mind of like this has happened before, just for the fact that it's like your your mind is accepting the information twice in quick succession. So it's like okay, it it happened. And then your brain thinks, okay, it, it's, it's happened again. And you get that, that like familiarity and like, whoa, what yeah. happened? And but I don't know if that's true or not. I don't think it is. Because I can tell you for a fact, I know I lived that moment before. Right. So I know I have. Something happened here. That was very real. But, no, like, I, I, know I, t- I know we talked about Deja Vu before. I told you about this movie called um, Cape, K-Pax? K-Plux? I don't know, some, some movie. Um... It's got like Kevin Spacey or something, but you know it's about a movie where this this alien disguised as a human comes to Earth and everybody thinks it's crazy. He gets put into a site. Uh, what do you call it? A, something about home. What do you call insane this? asylum. Insane asylum. So they have a therapist, and the therapist and him are the main characters. And the therapist comes every day, and they talk. And he gets to a point in the movie, and this is late in the movie where he talks about everything you do. And this is like the alien talking to the the therapist, and he's like, no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. Because you're always going to relive your life. Hmm. The world resets. Everything resets over and over. That's why, that's why you have deja vu. I and I always think about that. Hmm. I always think about that when I have deja vu. I was like, Maybe have I already lived this before? Because I don't know if I would say I lived this before, but I know it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why is it happening again? See, Ed, I think that's going to be one of the eternal mysteries until we get to heaven and like, hey, what was up with uh, Deja? Cause I, I, I fully believe that's not just in my head. There's something, there's something there that obviously we don't understand. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, there's every time I get deja vu, it's it's always like, okay, things are lining up, and like I, I feel like I know this happened, and I remember, and I can like snap to a couple things and go like, yes, I remember this, and I remember this, and then almost always. I have a thought that was like, and then the next thing that happened was this, and it was like something bad. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I know this is going to happen, and then that never happens. I never I, can do that. I can never predict what's going to happen next. Right. Well, and I've was, never been able to do that, at see, least. So it's like the prediction's always wrong. Yeah. But it was like, I have to wonder, like, what is that like God going in and changing something that could have potentially been bad that happened as a result of something, and it's just not... Like, I have no basis There's for so that. many ideas you come up with. You come up with, like, the, the multiverse idea. Here we go. It's where you're all doing the same thing, but you all do one thing a little different in different universes. Yeah. That's why you have that memory, because they did that. That's why it comes out as deja. That's why it comes out as deja vu for you. I don't know. I wouldn't. Like I would not believe. that they don't really don't understand just, get those. Like, maybe that. Ideas. That's what we need psychedelics for. The secret to deja vu. <laughs> No, I don't, dude. I would love. I, I mean, I don't even know. It wouldn't even matter if people did research on that. Oh, yeah. There's no way you could figure that out. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things out there that we can't really know. Yeah. Or we're not given to know. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Mean, for, for sure, if the Bible is to believe, there is a, a war going on all around us constantly. It's a spiritual war that we can't see, but we can see some of the effects of if we really pay attention. But it's like. To the naked eye and to the vast majority of the, the non-saved world, it's just like, it's nothing. Yeah. They, they don't believe in it because it's like a fairy tale. But you really can see the, the results of it 
or the changing of a person's life. That's why I'm working through uh, C.S. Lewis's um, what you screw, tape? screw tape. Screw yeah. tape. Because like it deals with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm positive that's not exactly how it works, but the concepts I think are, are pretty. Yeah. Pretty solid. Because there's you know demonic elements out there that are poking people and, and pushing people in ways and just creating suggestions in their mind or desires here, or, you know, pushing on them at just the right time to get them to go in a direction. And, you know, God is doing the same thing, but in a different way. So it's like, there we're almost like pawns, like our souls in a, in a cosmic game, except I don't, I don't believe it as in it's like just a game. It's yeah. a very real war. I think yeah. that's why they used that illustration. Yeah. We're soldiers in a war, and, and we're like the casualties until we get saved. And then we're on the path to becoming warriors. Yeah. Sort of like what they were talking about in the youth group today. It was like once you get to the young man category of... of that's where things get challenging. Yeah, like yeah. that's when you start actually fighting. You've grown up enough where they can put a weapon in your hand and you can begin to fight it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to win always, but it's like that's when the spiritual war becomes real for you. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a very real thing, and I wish more people put like emphasis on it. It it does no good to start fighting the war before you're ready. That's why you know, yeah. it's important to read the Bible and to try and absorb as much good counsel as possible um but yeah before you're actually spiritually mature to that point it, it doesn't know you want to fight it as much as possible but you're not necessarily going to win many battles yeah. until then yeah it's definitely definitely a battle battle so i don't know yeah i i would love to see what the the spiritual battle looks like like just to have a lens into that because you know it i mean it's it's going to be like demons and and angels fighting in in different ways i don't know if it's going to be like physical con- combat or what yeah they always use that kind of imagery because that's probably what humans could that's the best way to of. describe it for yeah. us so but illustration is almost never reality it's, it's something probably far beyond our our ability to understand yeah but i'd love to see it and then probably just die outright it's like it's, it's too spectacular it's too much for your eyes so, it's definitely more complex than we can understand. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe we will see it. I don't know. The, the best or some of it. Yeah, yeah, we, we might. Maybe not all of it. We, we probably will. So. But, yeah, there's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. We, right. The biggest thing is we know the, the result. Yeah. So we win. But, now nah, I guess that's all we really needed to know. We didn't need to yeah. know all the details. Guess not. We fast forwarded to the end of the movie and saw it's like okay, it all ends up there you pretty go. good. Yeah, but the middle, yeah, the the whole the whole thing is about the journey. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what the journey of salvation and the process of sanctification. It, I've I've heard Vody Bacham talk about that quite a bit, and it's still confusing because it's one of those duality things. It's like we're already sanctified, and yet we're not yet fully sanctified we're already saved but we're not yet fully saved so it goes goes back again to what we were being taught in the, the sunday school it's like we're we're we have the promise of an eternity in paradise but we haven't yet received it yeah. so it's like we're we're already approved you know like we already have our passport we are going at some point we just haven't gone yet yeah it's going to happen um so it's like the whole idea of Christians in general, you know, it's like not Christians 
aren't perfect, and I don't think they can be perfect in this life, no matter how hard they try, because one, it's not on them. It's on the working of the Spirit. But it, the, the longer and harder they invest in the Word and God invests in them, the more perfect they become until they ultimately die. And yeah. then perfection really takes off. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah. In Mere Christianity from C.S. Lewis, uh, he is pretty adamant about the fact that like most people will only be just getting started on that true spiritual journey by the time they die. It's such a long and complex process, even for the most ardent and faithful. It's like, it, for most folks, it's, it's only just going to be getting to pay off in the, the person's actions by the time they die. Yeah. There's some that, you know, they take to it quickly and God's been very merciful to. Those are the ones that you can really see the difference in their life. Um, it just in like their faces and, and their outlook on life is so incredibly different, more positive and, and more understanding than you and I could get. Yeah. Um, but he's saying like it, it's quite the process. It's not an instantaneous for anyone. Uh, it shouldn't be either. Yeah. So it's, we need these trials. I think it's it's good for a person. It helps you grow. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, I think it was it was interesting uh, the stuff that TJ was bringing up in the the last podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was. I I think he was right in what he was saying about the. Are you talking about the end when we ended the episode? Y- yes. Okay. I th- I'm not okay, sure if you talked I, about I, it on I, the podcast or not. You're talking about the Bible no, thing, to... right? Are you talking about the Bible? I, I was I was talking about well, yeah, it, it involves the Bible thing a little. Like bit. The Bible being a connection to your faith. Yeah. So the the thing okay. I was going to talk about you, is, the thing you text me, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would that wasn't that was off the off the record. We okay. talked about that after. I wanted to bring that up. Okay. Go ahead. But uh, no, I was going to say like you messaged me like you you agreed with them. You wanted to. I, I you said you wanted to apologize. You wanted me to tell yeah, him so that TJ, you apologize. If you're listening to this, I and I want to totally disagree with you. Okay. Go ahead. Because what TJ said wasn't incorrect. Okay. He okay. So what TJ did. So this was off the podcast, so nobody heard this other than me and David and obviously our guest TJ when he was here. What TJ said compared to what he meant were two different things. What we heard is what he said. And what he said was very clear. It meant something very specific. That's not what he meant, though. That's why we disagreed with it. Right. We sat there for what, like 30 minutes on that one subject, right? (laughs) It was like an hour, two hours. Maybe an hour on that one subject. It's because he said something only meant one thing me and you both disagreed with that because we didn't agree with what it said but he meant something else yeah. because he gave the example right mm-hmm. about the so he gave the example he said the bible you don't need the bible for your christianity basically to be saved or to be right. so you don't and we agree we, you don't need the bible you don't the bible has something to do with you getting saved right. it's after really yeah it's, it's it, it helps grow in your faith and what we agreed and what we said and what he said was that the Bible? He was basically saying the Bible really didn't have a whole lot of substance. Like it, it wasn't. It didn't have a whole didn't lot have of a use. Bearing on your yeah, that's what, that's what he was saying. Yeah, that's not what he meant. What he meant was, and he gave the example: if you were to put, say, you were in a country that didn't allow Bibles, you were put in jail. You never saw the Bible your rest of your life. Maybe you spent the rest of your life in that jail cell. It doesn't mean you couldn't grow in the faith. Right. That's what he was saying. Yeah. But if you have the Bible as a tool. It is your it's purposely meant to be used. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're putting you're yourself at a disadvantage. Yeah. Yes, but if you don't have the option, there are other ways to grow. Right. And that's what we said. 
Yeah, so no, what like, he said was very clear, clearly incorrect. But he didn't know what he was saying. I think that's what it was. Well, I, yeah, I think I think yeah, we we agreed on all the points, and it was it was kind of pointless to argue so much because by the end he I wasn't was making it that clear. Like yeah, you could tell, we kept on going back. Like you could tell, it was it was unclear. But I no, we got it to begin with because it's one of those things. It's like it doesn't truly matter because at the end of the day, you know, he wasn't refusing to read the Bible. Yeah. In fact, he acknowledged it was extremely important to him to read the Bible and to be able to read it. So it's like that wasn't an issue at all. We could always do another episode and go over. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Over that episode. Yeah. Because there were definitely things I didn't agree with, but I'm I'm okay with, like, you can question. I think a lot of things in the Bible can be questioned. A lot of things are open for interpretation or obviously aren't even understood. So it's like, what if? It could have gone either way. The the biggest thing I had a problem with, in that, and it wasn't so much of a problem as it was, a, you know, a little bit of a, you know, a question just, of what he was saying about the possibly the validity of the the current New Testament that we have, right? So it uh, him like questioning he was, about whether or not what was in there the was were, like, did somebody take some out and put some new stuff right. in? Okay, yeah. And the only thing I'd really have to say to that effect, again, I'm no Bible scholar, and I haven't dug through the history of each individual one. I have to trust that the people who did that in the past knew what they were doing and were more historically minded. But the one common thread that we have that ties the entirety of the Bible together is Christ. Everything really truly does point back to Christ. There's some of them, some passages that you think, well, how on earth does that relate? But if you take a more broad look at Scripture, and if you really do study it as much as you possibly can from every angle you begin to start to see how things relate you know that talked about in church today how you know christ is the new and better moses he's the new and better david he you go back to all of the the christian heroes that we see from the old testament christ is the perfect exemplification of those and all of their stories pointed forward to christ now yeah you can do the same thing with the New Testament. All of those stories pointed either to Christ in the moment or pointed back to Christ from future goings on. So you got the Gospels. I don't think he was disputing their relevance at all. Yeah. And then you had the Pauline letters to the different churches. You had uh, the other letters to the churches like uh, the John letters and Jude and some of those others. And then at the very end, you had yet more letters to the churches in Revelation and then the end times prophecy that was a reflection of Daniel and, uh, oh gosh, what was the other? Mark chapter 13, I think. Those are all parallel uh, prophecies. There's like all yeah. of those in some way point back to Christ in a very authentic manner. It's, it's nothing outside of what we'd already seen. And in many times, it was an amplification of what was already stated. Yeah. So they have the ring of truth to them. That, that's how they made a lot of those texts, or they, they made sure they were accurate. Is because like, we know all the literature that this person wrote. We, we know that he wrote this. So did he write this as well? And they'd compare the yeah. writing styles and go, yes or no, he didn't write that. Yeah. I think that's why some of those additional books, because I've read some of those other ones, you know, like the um, the was it the Epistle of Judas, and there's there's some of those that. They, they have almost no 
similarities. There's some that are close. Yeah. But again, it's like they feel almost counterfeit in a lot of ways. Can they be used for for some truths? Absolutely, and, and definitely good teachings, and maybe even some wisdoms. But in terms of their actual scriptural significance, I think they were probably right to be taken yeah. out. Because there, there were some churches, some of the early churches before we had a canonized New Testament that would, you know, splice things in here and there. I, I doubt that they were going against that mandate to to not add or subtract. Yeah. They just didn't have a canonized, like, this is the entirety of Scripture. Because it was still being actively written at the time. Yeah. But once all the, the letters had been written, and at the time of Revelation, which I believe was the last book of the Bible to be written. Okay. Yeah, and... It was cut off. And that's, you notice, that's where that statement was made by Christ, that anyone who adds to this or subtracts... The name will be removed from the... That the was when that statement was made, is in Revelation, the last book to be written. So it's like, it's yeah. kind of the end cap. Yeah. Anything else that came after that was in addition to what was bookended there. Yeah, and the, obviously to go off of what you said, now I'm probably going to butcher this, but I was talking to my other brother, mm-hmm. Tyler, and he was talking about this because he listened to the episode and he was talking to me about it. And I'm just going to copy what he said. I'm probably going to butcher it. But he was talking about how the Bible has been proven to be 99% accurate. Because they took all, from what he said, I can't remember. I, I know I'm butchering this. But he took, they took every single version of the Bible and lined them up and compared words. Yeah. And the only difference was, was the where, like, if there was a different word for, like, fish. It was switched. But every other word was the same. That's why, so like you have a different version of the Bible, yeah. King, like uh, uh, New King yeah. James Bible and yeah, all that. All but yeah, it, so that's what he was saying. But that, that pretty much that one percent is just different words for the same thing, yeah. Based on the version or the language, then. Yeah, uh, most so. of the time that you discover an error, it's in some trivial, like okay, they used a, you know, they put an extra letter in this word, yeah, just because of a spelling difference, or it might have been a Scrivener's error or something, yeah. But, yeah, no, you're, you're right. In terms of the the text that we have lining up to the text that the early Christians had, they're, they're identical yeah. for all intents and purposes. And even, even if you doubted the original texts we have, you can go back to the writings of the early church fathers who very often quoted from their original manuscripts in the letters they would send to each other and to the church. And so you can actually recreate something like 99 or 98% of the Bible just from the early church father's letters just taking direct. So it's like you could wipe out all the historical context and, and evidence we have and yeah. yet still build it back yeah. to the Bible we have today. Yeah, so. so. It's like, I don't think the validity, I don't think he was really challenging the validity too much I think outside just of just like, okay, are all of the books what they should be? Yeah. Like, I, I think that's a a good question to bring up because that's something I don't really know about Yeah. in terms of the history behind each of the books. But going back to what I said at the time, I, I have to trust that what God has given us is what we were supposed to have. Yeah, I feel like you would get some type of guilt or something if you were reading something yeah. that wasn't supposed to be there. Right. You would get something. So It's like the Bible never says that you can't read other things. In fact, you know... A, been reading C.S. Lewis recently, yeah. and he's been an enormous help to me. But I don't treat Lewis as scripture. I, I treat it as a commentary on scripture at the very best. Yeah. A good one at that. But it's like, I think that's how we need to treat 
those additional books of the Bible. They can be great sources of inspiration and, and wisdom, and they can make you think about a lot of things. And uh, Who knows, maybe they were written at the time, but were not ever intended to be Scripture, or they weren't they weren't uh, guided by the Holy Spirit, and so they weren't intended to be Scripture. Yeah. So, just to be safe, we need to treat them like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not wrong the question stuff. I was, I went, there's only a few things I would say it's wrong the question, at least as a believer. Like so, what? Like the idea of uh, any, and I, I listened to the episode because mm-hmm. people brought this up, and he didn't, he didn't do this, but he talked about how, you know, the, uh, he was talking about physical and uh, metaphorical mm-hmm. type of ideas yeah. and about the, the death of Christ, about what, uh, it being physical and, and, and did it have a symbolic yeah. meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't, and uh, people were talking about how he, he might have questioned the idea of, he questioned whether or not he died in the flesh, and he didn't. I listened to the episode. He just talked about how there could have been, was yeah, there more than, was there more than just yeah. the flesh? Like, was there a... And there absolutely a symbol is. to it. There obviously yeah. was. So, yeah, if he was, I would say, yeah, I say, if you question whether or not he really was in the flesh, well, then you're in a. That's well, a, that's a different area. That was you're definitely on the same page. Yeah, that was an issue that was actually a struggle for some of the early churches. It was a, a something called Gnosticism, which was the idea that Christ didn't die a physical death; he died a spiritual death, and just appeared to have died physically. Um, or to have he he wasn't even a physical presence on the earth. He was just a spirit that was tangible, but yeah. he wasn't like a physical person. Yeah, and that was shot down by Paul pretty pretty safely, uh, pretty succinctly too. Yeah, he, he broke it down. I, again, I can't remember which letter it was, but one of his letters to the churches. But it's like, yeah, Gnosticism has pretty been pretty well disproven, and yeah, I, I didn't get any Gnostic vibes. Yeah, I didn't get that one, and then somebody was talking about it. I was like, I have to re-listen to it because I I don't remember that, and I was like, yeah, it's because it didn't happen. That makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the one thing I would say. You definitely you wouldn't be on the you wouldn't yeah, be a believer yeah. if you questioned yeah. the physical death. Absolutely. That's a that's yeah, one thing. There's things that, for better or worse, and it's always better. We're, we're kind of forced into some beliefs, and that sounds terrible, but there's some things that absolutely did happen, and to, to start messing around with... Yeah. Yeah, so that that's definitely yeah. one I of think, them. yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that can be questioned in the Bible, but there are a few solid grounds. Because if you don't have those foundations, you know, you, you really don't, you're not safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not really a Christian, you're not really a believer, you're kind of just chilling. Yeah. So... But, but anyway, yeah, TJ, if you're listening to this, I, I definitely do apologize for arguing so long on those issues because, I mean, they, they didn't really get anywhere. And yeah, I think we, conversation. we really were arguing for the same thing by the end. I mean, you we were. had the same ideas, yeah. just different ways of saying it. It don't matter. We figured it out. So yeah, well, that's the, we'll that's the point. So, But yeah, we, we should call it quits. We probably should. And uh, yeah, that was good. Well. A little bit of everything. Yeah, we'll have to do a breakdown episode of the, the TJ guest. I feel like we just did. We, we kind of did. We, we covered all the high points. Uh, but yeah. Um, I, I would love to do a, a deep dive into some facet of Christian faith sometime. I'm definitely not the person, but... I think you'd be perfect. You definitely are more skilled in the, every aspect I, I, of I, everything. I, I guarantee little, you that. little knowledge. You have a lot more than me. Even if it's little, it's a lot compared to me so 
very easily. To... Well, then we'll both learn together for something. How's that? That's the goal. That's one of the goals for the podcast is to learn. Yeah. I Hopefully, to learn something new each I've time. I've learned a lot this, so. uh, during the span of our time. And our I think podcast, we've both grown. Yeah, our podcast is for learning and for entertainment. Yep. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, um, thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, and you got any last words for us, David? As always, booing. Booing. Awesome. Um, yeah, catch you later, and uh, thanks for coming by. See ya.